Hello, and welcome to the Golden Heart Rising podcast. My name is Tara Kabatov, and I'll be sharing information around personal transformation, healing, the law of attraction, manifestation, the human condition, and the great mysteries of life. Welcome, welcome to this episode. I'm going to be sharing some information about the Shadow Project. Now, if you've uh, been following any of my social channels, I have been launching this project slowly and slowly getting the word out there. I want to share more information here on this podcast uh, with regards to the shadow. First, what it means and how we can benefit from going into our shadow. And I have talked about this uh, several times in different forms. I feel it was on my YouTube channel, but this aspect is something I'm really starting to love. It's the subconscious. And there may be a lot of us people, humans out there who don't want to face their shadow. And rightfully so. I mean, if we've gone through trauma, if we've gone through difficult times in life, feeling hurts and pains, then there could be a negative feeling or a an avoidance of going into our deeper reality. And facing our shadow allows us to have a deeper sense of self-knowledge. That's where we find our answers. That's where we start to unravel the patterns within us that we have been operating from our entire life. That is where we discover our true self. That's where we discover our, our passion, our purpose in life, our higher consciousness. When we go through difficulties in life and we don't go into our self, go into the past, then we bury a lot of these memories, a lot of these emotions, they become suppressed and we lose the connection with our deeper self, with our true self. We lose our purpose in life. We lose the zest for living We lose our passion, we lose our creativity. Our ability to manifest becomes dimmed. In return, we attract toxic situations or we we become immobilized in life, not able to create anything, not able to enjoy life to its fullest. And for me doing this work, I didn't realize how limited I was and how stuck I really was and how how much I was I was uh, operating from a, an unconscious manner until I started doing this work. Now I look back at how different I really was. It's a night and day difference. But in order for me to transform, in order for me to go through this process, I had to go into my past. I had to go into my shadow. I had to go into the dark work. And dark work, it's not... Um, there was nothing scary about it. There was nothing uncomfortable about it. I was actually in more pain when I was not doing this work. I was suffering from depression. I was suffering from anxiety. I was lost. I had no direction in life. I was operating from unconscious programs. I was operating from ego. I was operating from a false identity. That's where I was miserable. I was not miserable doing this work. I'm not necessarily into shadow work, I would say, not in a way of what some people might be accustomed to. I've heard of 
shadow work initiatives that go into a lot of deep, dark experiences in life that could last for days or weeks um, that bring up old memories of traumas. That's not my style. I don't feel that we need to go there in order to heal and transform. In some way, on a psychological manner, I do feel that we need to identify what we've gone through and connect the dots so that we can make sense of what has happened and how it has, uh, how it has, or how it is affecting our current state or our, our reality, but not in a way that is dredging up old emotions or reliving traumas of the past. The way I tend to work is through compassion and understanding And yes, there are emotional purges, if you will, sometimes uh, emotions coming to the surface or the body feeling energized or energy moving in the body. But the work that I focus on is very manageable. And it's in a very nurturing and very caring place. And it's a very, I would say, a place of understanding, where we can look at life through a different lens and develop an understanding of what we've gone through, what have been the results of those difficulties that we faced in childhood, and how those results have played out in a multitude of ways. For example, if there was abuse in childhood, now it could be physical, mental, emotional, psychological. If there was a moment of, we'll just say one moment of abuse that made a child feel guilty, ashamed, wrong, worthless, confused, unloved, victimized, then there's going to be a repercussion of events after that particular incident that form in the child's psyche and creates a ripple effect of internal beliefs and external actions and reactions in the outer world. Meaning that When trauma occurs, again, physical, emotional, psychological, then there is some kind of repercussion that forms because of that event that starts to shape someone's identity, that starts to shape someone's reality, perceptions of the world, perceptions of themselves, perceptions of trust, of love, of safety, of security, of worth, of speaking, of... Um, processing information. And I also want to go into trauma for a moment because trauma, I feel, is something the majority of humanity has experienced in some kind of level, in some kind of way. There's a wide range of degrees of traumas and how traumas have affected people. Everyone is unique. Everyone is different. Everyone has a a different story, a different um, outcome different experiences. And I was hesitant to use the word trauma with this because I didn't want to turn anyone off. I didn't want anyone to think that, well, trauma is such a heavy word and there's nothing really wrong with me. I haven't experienced trauma. Um, But the thing is, is I feel that just working with people, especially my own story, of course, I didn't think I had trauma. I thought trauma was reserved for those who were had gone through serious uh, PTSD, psychosis, uh, extreme abuse, um, 
But I was very traumatized, more on the emotional and psychological level, a little bit on the physical side. But the majority of my wounds were psychological and emotional, which were incredibly difficult to deal with. And I'm not saying one is worse than the other. Um, it's just that, you know, physical abuse, we can look at it as, as something that is uh, obvious, I guess, right? Something that is, um, that we can see, that we can understand through an outwardly experience. But emotional damage and psychological damage is, it's very difficult to see, to, to feel, to understand. It's very subconscious. And it plays out in so many ways, very sneaky, very buried. And the only way to reach that is by doing this work. I've worked with many people who will say, uh, well, I don't, have a, I don't have a dysfunctional family. I never, I didn't come from a dysfunctional family. The thing is, is if you have a family that is that of unconditional love, that has evolved into a higher state of consciousness, if you have that, then you have not come from a dysfunctional family. But the majority of humanity has not experienced that yet. The majority of, of humanity has been extremely repressed, suppressed, oppressed. Our family ancestry has gone through unspeakable experiences in life. Many, many So this is not saying our parents are wrong, that our parents have done something wrong, our parents didn't raise us properly. It's not going into that belief or looking at our parents as they did something wrong or being resentful towards them. It's not that at all. The reason why this work is so important is not to blame someone and it's not to look at someone as if they weren't doing their job properly. This is all about getting real with ourselves. This is all about finding the truth within ourselves. This is all about peeling back the layers so that we can uncover what is getting in our way. And we do have to go back into the past in order to unlock this, in order to dive into our deeper understandings and our deeper knowledge of what is buried within, what, is my, what are my limiting beliefs, what is limiting me from success, love, joy, fulfillment, health, abundance, living life to my full and freest and utmost potential, what is getting in my way? What is preventing me? We all have this in some kind of degree. So again, we need to go into our shadow, we need to go into these places that are unrecognizable and unattainable through our own discovery, we need help through this. And this is why I have developed this program to work with the group to help them through this exercise and to go deeper within self and to go into the past and to connect the dots. The more research and studying I have done, and my own experiences dissecting the emotional aspect of our being is such a hugely underrated aspect of ourself. If we haven't done this work, when you are introduced to this work, you will realize how powerful and how important our emotions are. When we aren't taught how to work with our emotions, how to understand our emotions, to understand where our emotions are coming from, to identify emotions such as sadness, resentment, guilt, anger, grief, uh, shame, fear, if we aren't able to understand where they are coming from and what they are teaching us, then we continually live in them. 
and our emotions end up being stored in our body and creates diseases. Now, on a more severe note, what happens is when we do suppress our emotions and we are disconnected from our emotions, then we also lose body awareness. We lose the connection with our body. That's why many people get very sick. They aren't in touch with their body. They can't self-diagnose. They can't, and self-diagnose, I mean, being aware of what's happening within the body, even to the point of, if I eat cheese, my body reacts, therefore I shouldn't eat it. You know, just something very simple like that. A lot of people will still eat cheese, even though their body reacts to it. This again is a very simple um, example. The awareness becomes very disjointed when we've gone through traumas in our past, the awareness within our body, the awareness within our intuition, our intuition is our guide. And I had not been listening to my intuition for years, even though I was very aware, even though I felt my body was screaming at me in so many circumstances, I would put myself in so many uncomfortable and awful situations over and over and over again. And I was not paying attention to my intuition. I knew that these situations were not great, were not right, but I was desperate. I was acting out of my um, subconscious programs. I was in ego mode. I was just trying to make something work or I was desperate so I would take anything um, or I would be, put myself in a relationship for the wrong reasons. I was not listening to my intuition and it would fall apart, fall apart, fall apart constantly. Not only has my intuition grown, but my gifts have heightened my spiritual gifts, my healing gifts, my gifts of sight, my gifts of that I always had that I dismissed because it wasn't acceptable to, uh, <laughs> to do this work, or it was, um, or people wouldn't understand it, I would, I certainly didn't understand it at all within myself. But what I'm trying to communicate with emotions is that emotions provide us with the abilities to feel with the abilities to sense, we become more empathic, we understand people more, we're able to reflect on our actions, we're able to even go into our subconscious after we understand how to do this work. Myself, I've developed more awareness around when I'm operating in unconscious ways, meaning triggers, for example, or maybe old patterns that I fall into or old habits. Those are unconscious patterns. But where our collective is moving is towards a higher state of consciousness. But we have to go through this work in order to get there. We will not reach a higher state of consciousness unless we have traveled through our shadow and understood our emotions. The emotions offer us guidance towards a greater state of consciousness. It expands our awareness. It expands our empathic abilities. We see the world differently. We feel the world differently. And we also gain an alignment with who we really are. And when our emotions are pushed to the side, when we are operating in traumatic res- with traumatic responses, if we are operating in unconscious ways, then we are not honoring who we really are, our full potential, and our purpose in life. That's why so many people are depressed. That's why so many people are alcoholics and drug addicts and lost in life. 
because they haven't connected with their emotions. They haven't gone through this process. There are so many lost souls out there. I was one of them. And so that's why the emotions are extremely crucial to work with and to to dive into. And it's not about reliving emotions, the, the hard emotions, the negative emotions, the, the traumatic emotions, the depressing emotions. It's again going back into the past and finding out that source of where it is coming from to release it and develop more awareness around life, develop more awareness around how a chain of circumstances has played out in your life that has made you who you are today, or how it's prevented you from maybe achieving success or love or health or well being, or rising to your full potential in some kind of form. Now triggers, this is interesting. Triggers, we know triggers, I'm sure you know triggers, if you are following this content. Triggers, the more obvious triggers are the ones that come up, as maybe anger, as hostility, as uh, maybe sadness, of feeling uncomfortable, of feeling resentful, of all sorts of different things can show up at any moment. When if we get cut off in traffic, if we have an argument with our sibling, if we have an argument with our parents, um, you know, something with work might trigger us, even ourselves with something that we do might trigger ourselves. And, it, and, it, and we go into this cycle of never ending emotions and reliving uh, emotions or thoughts or memories of the past and acting in a very unconscious way. So think of the world and how many people are, are operating in an unconscious way, reacting to people, reacting to situations, mind off. I see this every day. I see this whenever I go out in public. I can see it. Those operating in unconscious ways. They might cut someone off. They might uh, cut, cut in line. They might bump into someone. You can see it on their face. You can see it in their eyes. So there are the triggers that are obvious, that we find ourselves in the way that we react, the way that we think, the way that we feel when we face certain situations. But then there are the ones that we can't see. And those are the triggers buried far down in our subconscious. For example, if you are about to maybe launch a business or you want to start a social media brand or you get yourself out there or even maybe meet someone in love, you know, find a new love relationship but you find yourself all of a sudden procrastinating and then all of a sudden you get tired and you find yourself very fatigued and you find your energy going down and down and down. And so it prevents you from just going for it and launching your business or going out on dates or um, going out of your house to meet friends. What's happening is on a very subconscious level, there's old subconscious programming that becomes triggered by your desire to achieve something that you haven't achieved before, or to enjoy life to its fullest, or to reach your highest potential. And there's a bit of a, a, a mechanism or a meter that you have within yourself that says, uh, -uh no, 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 you're not worthy enough. Who are you to actually accomplish that? And that mechanism goes off, and it suppresses your ability to create success. So you can self-sabotage yourself. You can find uh, distractions. You can um, feel lost. You can feel tired, fatigued, um, anxious, putting your energy into areas that don't really 
matter or are not going to feed you rising into your full potential or reaching your goals of your dreams and desires. Those are the very subconscious um, subliminal triggers that we have no idea how it's playing out. And this is something I've worked on within myself as well. And this was a huge eye opener for me with regards to triggers, because the triggers, I know, I know when they're coming up, my, my uh, mother might say something, or um, I might get mad at myself. And then I, I have to stop and I pause and I have to go into why am I getting upset about this and take it down a few notches and work on my inner work, right. But there are the ones that I have within myself, and I also treat others where these mechanisms within ourselves, these implants, if you want to call it, limit us from fully stepping into our personal power potency, limit us from falling in love fully, opening our heart fully, limit us from healing properly, limit us from creating the wealth that we really desire, limit us from speaking our voice, limit us from enjoying life to its fullest without fear and worry. Limit us from feeling that we are worthy. Those are very, very, very buried subconscious triggers. And they become activated when we want to be in our personal power and potency, when we desire to be in love, real unconditional love, when we desire to put ourselves out there in the public eye, when we desire to speak our voice, when we desire to create wealth and abundance. Those are the unconscious triggers. Those are the sneaky ones. So the shadow project focuses on this work. And if you've been in the last, say, three or four years, especially, this is where the big collective shift has really taken shape. If you've been going through these motions of who am I, of discovering yourself and healing from the past and transforming and wanting something more and wanting something better and finding your purpose and wanting to break free of the chains of past conditioning, traumas, limitations, fears, this will set you free. Now, just like anything, this is not a linear process. This is an experience. It will give you the platform to take your practice to the next level to reach greater awareness within yourself. There are tools that you get to take away with you to help you for your future, to integrate and to um, work on for creating greater awareness, greater change and greater manifestations. This is a process. But this program is designed to create incredible change within one month. It's two days a week. It's for a month. And there is going to be a lot of release work. And there'll be a lot of learning. I've already been developing the lessons. I, each class is going to be different. We're going to talk about a different theme. So it's going to open discoveries within yourself that you may not have looked at before. And when we do the release work, it allows you to release from these past subconscious programs, connect the dots with your past, and open up for a new pathway towards creating the future that you desire. So more in alignment with who you are, your purpose in life, your passions in life, creating great, greater awareness with your emotions, with your senses, body awareness as well. And then being able to understand how things are playing out in your reality to become a more confident, conscious creator. And by that, I mean, 
you being in the driver's seat of your reality, you starting to create based on how you feel based on your sense of worth based on your confidence and based on your interactions with people and the your ability to create the reality that you desire the most. So the lessons that I am focusing on, we have understanding the emotions. So it's just what I have been discussing as well, going into a deep dive into the emotions and our senses. The other one is how the subconscious and the conscious work. So how each one works separately and how they work together. Connecting the dots from early childhood. This is where we go back into understanding. And I give you the framework to do this with yourself. But then I also do in every in every lesson, every class, uh, do the release work uh, with group work. So there's going to be releasing as well. Uh, navigating triggers. So as I mentioned before, going into triggers, what they are, how they feel, how to navigate and tools that you can um, have to help you navigate triggers when they come up in your daily life. And then creating the separation from emotions. So emotions are good. You know, we can't look at um, I'm sad, I'm angry, I'm depressed, this isn't a good thing. It, there's nothing wrong with feeling it. There's nothing wrong with crying. There's nothing wrong with feeling angry. There's nothing wrong with um, having a bad day. You know, I still get it from time to time myself. But it's how we choose to work through it and how we can work through it in a healthy way and a healthy and productive way so that we can still focus on our direction of who we want to be as a result, moving out of the emotional uh, reaction. And sometimes emotions need to also purge in a way, right? So a lot of the times I've found when I've gone through really deep and dark emotional times that would last more than a day, I find that I'm actually purging old emotions, like they're cycling through. So that is definitely, um, I want to say a good opportunity for change. So I provide the tools for working through some of these dark moments or some of these difficult times for you to stay on track with what you want and who you want to be as the outcome. And it's part of us aligning with that. So we need to go through these energetic shifts. And these energetic shifts that happen within us is the release. It's the release and alignment, aligning us with who we really are, who we're meant to be. But many of us haven't experienced that. We haven't experienced that. So there's that that learning curve of us adjusting into the person we want to be and who we are truly meant to be. And so because we haven't been there, we need to also trust and feel into what that feels like and understand that that alone is a process to go through. And then we also go into the emotions and the body. So developing a greater sensitivity around body awareness healing from traumas and life difficulties. So as I mentioned, some of you may have traumas that you are very aware of. Some of you may feel, well, I'm not really, I, don't, I haven't gone through trauma and I haven't had a very traumatic life. Again, emotional, emotional traumas, psychological um, are very difficult to pinpoint. Again, if there was lack of love or lack of support, or maybe a lot of arguing and fighting, abandonment as well, um, abuse of any kind, um, any kind of uh, chaos and anxiety that had ensued in the family dynamic, um, lack of love, lack of support, lack of needs being met, um, you know, maybe not feeling wanted or desired or loved. I mean, there are so many different aspects that play into our, our uh, who we are today and these, these detachments from our emotional self. 
you don't have to have a traumatic life uh, history. Although I do want to encourage everyone to be open to discovering more about what is within that is just getting in the way of you achieving your success or your love or fulfillment, um, or the change that you want within yourself or healing your body. So these are all connected. So you could have experienced uh, significant trauma as a child, or you may feel like, yeah, you know, my life, my child life was difficult, it had its challenges, but I'm open to um, just releasing anything that needs to be released. And that's what we do. And that's what we'll do. So that's the healing is understanding this and just understanding that yes, that there most likely are patterns that are playing out from the past. So we go into some of those. And that's where I do a lot of the release work. So it's it's release work based on Dr. Michael J. Lincoln, I have been using it on myself for two and a half years now. And uh, it was the most powerful work for me to to really change myself from from the core, from my subconscious patterns, my subconscious belief systems. So this is something that um, I really want to share with the world. Uh, It will help many people also just release energy that is weighing them down. And sometimes we don't even know where that energy comes from. It's just there. There's something weighing on me. I feel heavy. I'm depressed. I feel low. My body, your body might even be talking to you as well, but there may be fatigue. There may be, you know, all sorts of things, you know, and all of these are indicators. All of these are indicators, but oftentimes we become very comfortable living in this energy. We get used to it, but we don't even know how good it could be until we do this work, until we can reach this state of awareness and lightness and ability to create limitless potential in our lives. And then at the end, we go into emotional neutrality. And that is, that is in essence, um, the optimal place to be in emotional neutrality, emotional intelligence, where we can look at life through a very balanced and very um, harmonious, emotionally balanced way. Uh, It does take time. Uh, This is an exercise, an ongoing life exercise, if you will. But the more work that you do on your own, or the more work of this that you do, the um, greater your results are going to be, and the faster change is going to happen within yourself. Now, the emotional neutrality is very important for manifestation and law of attraction and for um, living life in a very balanced and uh, harmonious way, where we can understand our emotions and not let our emotions get the best of us, where we can heal others, where we can present ourselves in the world from a place of care and compassion and understanding. And that ability to manage our emotions and understand our emotions and release our emotions will help others as well. You'll have smooth relationships, you'll have deeper conversations, you'll be able to work out of tricky situations with ease, your ability to work with others, if they are in pain, and if they are feeling confrontational, your ability to work within a emotional understanding and a compassionate and empathetic way will heal them. And I'm sure you've seen the the videos of these dogs that are tortured and abused, and they end up snapping, they bite a lot, they snap at people, they're very um, timid, they're very protective. And then you see someone adopt them, and they just give the dog love, and they give the dog love, and then eventually this dog opens up, and then it turns into a completely new dog. Beautiful, bouncing, running, playing, laughing, you know, like with their tongue hanging out laughing, you know, just happy, 
happy and full of love and pure. And that's the cycle. That's a very, uh, it's a very profound correlation with this process. You know, we can do that. We can go through that process ourselves and we can, we can help others through theirs just by being that love frequency by caring, by being out of our ego and out of our uncontrollable emotions and our um, subconscious patterns. And we can see the world differently and we can help others through theirs. So it's a very, very empowering uh, work to do for so many different reasons. I probably am missing many, (laughs) many reasons, but I'm sure you get the point of how important this work is to do. So I am going to be offering different... um, themes which with each program which will be a month long each the first one that I'm starting off is with the emotions and triggers as I'm going right to the source right to um, a very very important part of our being and I may even run a couple of these courses because of the importance of this um, of this topic the first program starts on January the 6th to start the new year off by going deeper within, for creating deep and profound change within self, to start the year off with transformation, and to set yourself up for success and to set yourself up for the year that you truly want to create for yourself, and that you want to experience in all forms. You can go to my website, look for the shadow project. Um, It's on all of my um, social media content as well. And if you have any questions at all, please reach out. Um, if you have any questions about the, the times, I'm not exactly sure what time they will be. I just need to see um, those who are signing up. We have sometimes people from different parts of the world. Um, so I need to work on the times. But but for now, looking at every Friday and Sunday uh, for this program in particular, but it can change as well. There is flexibility if, if there's a special request and people are flexible with that, we can find, um, the right, the right days and times for everyone. All right. So again, if you have any questions, please reach out to me. Um, I am here to assist. I hope you can join. I hope to see you there. This is work that I'm extremely passionate about. I have experienced the results. I have seen the results And I'm on a mission to help everyone experience this and to rise to their full potential. With that, I'm wishing you all the best at this time and beyond. And I will be seeing you very soon. Take care. That concludes another episode of the Golden Heart Rising podcast. Thank you very much for being here. Make sure to check out my YouTube channel for further discussions and interesting topics. And of course, if you are enjoying these podcasts, don't forget to share it with the world. I'm sending you much love and light. Until next time.